Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle cbcharacters, and you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. Hey everyone out there in the CBCU, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and this week, back, back. from, back. he's back, he's back again, Iggy's back, call a friend, Oh, oh back, yeah. Iggy's back, Iggy's back, return of the Ig. alright, go ahead, <laughs> the president and CEO of Snark Industries, the invincible, invisible Ignacio, yep, how are yep. you doing, sir, long time, oh my- I know it's been so long. Um, feels good to be back, man. Um, happy fiftieth episode! This oh, is yeah. like some history here. Fiftieth episode of Combat Characters—that's crazy. Um, they said it couldn't you... be done. I know. They... I know they really did. They did. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what we like to think. We said it couldn't be done. <laughs> we were the only people who said these guys don't don't stand a chance. No way. Um, but yeah, man, that's pretty cool to get to 50. And uh, before we start, I want to thank James Bosquez, um, who's just tearing things up on the comedy scene. Yeah, I saw man. His, I saw his, his routine. He was competing in Funniest of Portland. Yeah. Which I think is, that's what it was called. That's like a real thing. There's actually funny people in Portland. So yeah, like yeah, that's it's, a, kind of a, it's kind of a big deal. It's not a whole like, show about it. It's not um, like Funniest in San Antonio. <laughs> Oh, wow. Throwing shade on your no, own hometown. Just, yeah, no, it's good. There's a lot uh, of topics here, too. But, no, thanks to James for stepping in last week. I thought you guys did a great show um, talking about X-Men. I was a little confused when you guys were, were talking about how much you liked the Quicksilver portrayal. Because, like, I just thought, I thought Civil War, Age of Ultron, they just nailed that character. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know how you really beat that. Yeah. You know? Because, like, when he... When he runs up to Hawkeye, I think it was Hawkeye, and he's just like, you know, really super fast, runs around him, and then just looks at him and goes, you didn't see that coming? I just thought, <coughs> in, in what, five words? Yeah, you, you nailed just it. Nailed that, you've nailed that character. I think if you look at them side by side, if you go pound for pound, word for word, most powerful phrase... Yeah, Age of Ultron, Quicksilver wins hands down. You didn't see that coming. I mean, talk about didn't summing up a coming. character. One, he's unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Two, you don't see him coming because he's, he's so fast. fast. So fast. And three, he's got a really thick accent, so it's hard to understand <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, James had some really passionate uh, takes on the X Men characters, which I which I appreciated. And uh, yeah, thank was, you, James. Yeah, it was cool. I don't think I ever knew that he was that big of an X Men fan. I forget. But, um, I actually yeah. I did know, but I forget because he doesn't talk about it all the time. But you, you get him talking yeah. about. It, he gets on his soapbox a bit. It's pretty good. I guess comic book fans are kind of like that, and that they'll pick, you know, one character to follow. Yeah. Oh uh, God. X Men. I find that there's, you definitely see people who really just like X-Men and nothing else because it's it's its own universe in a way. Well, you don't really need much else, but That's true. Uh, yeah. I also think that if you think about it cuz he's he's about our age, right? We're all relatively in the same age range. People of our age range. We grew up in a society in which it was not cool to like comic book. It's not like it is today where if right. you go out and about 
you like every third person has a, a comic book T-shirt on or a hat or something, and you know comic movies are the highest grossing movies out there. Uh, back then, you know, twenty years ago, uh, 15, 20, 25 years ago, it was not cool to like comic book anything. And, <laughs> no, definitely and not. So even if you were super passionate about it, you had like maybe one or two friends that were also super passionate. But other than that, you kept the shit on the DL. You yeah, kept, yeah. You kept it's like being a wrestling like. fan, though. That's still kind of the case. <laughs> <for wrestling. laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's very, it's very similar to that. It's a very good analogy. Um, yeah. Oh, but anyway, no, I thought you guys killed it last week. Though. I thought it was great. I mm. really enjoyed the show. Um, and I'm sure we'll have James on here in the future. Maybe yeah. whenever the next X Men movie comes out. I, I definitely uh, want to hear more X, uh, more hot X Men takes from James. Or next Wolverine movie, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's good to be back. Uh, before we, you know, jump into the comic book stuff, mm-hmm. um, we're both drinking some alcohol here, this, um, to, well, to celebrate the 50th episode. I think what I'm drinking characters. is alcohol. I'm not sure. Honestly. So <laughs> we're going to get into what you're drinking in a second. I'm having a nice Malbec, uh, wine, mm. uh, Frontera. Oh, uh, before you think it's too fancy. This is literally like the supersized bottle, like the double size bottle of a of a you know regular bottle right. of wine <clears throat> and it costs oh. seven bucks so, <laughs> i was about uh, to say how does the size compare to the bottle of brandy that i purchased oh oof that thing i haven't touched that thing by the way it, it, i still have it i haven't touched it it's um, like a, it's got like a like a dark curse over it like a it does it know. brings back it brings back good and bad memories my ankle is still messed up like shit. dude you were here a month ago yeah, over a month, almost two months ago already. It's been two months. May, wow. May to June, June, July. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been like, what, eight, seven weeks? Yeah, it's still messed up. My ankle's like super messed up. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. But uh, okay, let's get on to what. I don't know if you okay. the listeners out there could hear me kind of wincing in the background while it was talking. I am drinking <clears throat> what is being advertised to me as a. Alcoholic beverage, but it is a Ballast Point Brewing Company, which is known for making good beers. Actually, correct. Mango Even Keel is the name of it. It's a it's a a seasonal ale with natural mango flavors, and it is it is probably the most bitter beer I've ever had in my life. It is, (laughs) but I'm really thirsty, and so. I keep drinking it, and then I get reminded of how terrible it is, and then I forget, and then I drink it again. It's going to keep happening. Uh, By the way, on rate beer, this thing is rated an overall 81. So people seem to like this beer. The one that I'm drinking? Yeah. I don't I don't know how. It's it's so... It is oh, have you so, ever been on these beer sites, so, the way that they describe beer? Oh, no. Is it good? It has a floral and slightly fruity aroma. The flavor is clean and refreshing with just enough backbone to keep it up. A little bit of hops, some fruit. Um, would you agree with that? No. Also, it's got a thin sheet of beige head. Is that accurate? It definitely does taste beige and brown and sandy. It tastes beige? It tastes I don't like... Know what that means. It tastes like, like particle board. Is particle board one of the options there? That's what it tastes like. I don't like. see anyone <laughs> describing it as particle board. I need board. to sign up for that website. Log in. Yeah, particle board uh, finish. Friendly yeah. Neighborhood Podcaster is going to be my username. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I'm going to particle board the shit out of that review. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I'm only going to yeah. do it. Okay, we've got a lot of stuff to cover this week, though. 
And I'm happy to say... So we shouldn't have blown eight minutes talking about nothing. No, yes. All right, all, every let's time. Jump in. That's let's the jump best. In. Uh, we've got so much Sp- uh, Spider-Man stuff to talk about this week. I'm, I'm so beyond enthused. Which is cool because it wasn't the, our very first episode yeah. when they announced that Spider-Man was going to be... Back to Marvel. In the MCU. Yeah. So it's, it's this cir- is it's, uh, a like nice circular. bookend. Yeah, very good. Not that we're ending it. No, up, no, it's it. This but, is over. Yeah. We're done. This is <laughs> 50 and out. Like like any any Hollywood actress, fifty yeah. and out, just Good never job. in another movie, except for uh, 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 well, Helen Mirren. To me, she's she forty. Done? She's forty. Oh, but she's, she's playing 50? a sixty-year-old. No, I think she's playing like a 40, 50 or 50. wait, she's fifty. No, she is fifty. Yeah, she's fifty. She is fifty. So. Oh man. Well, by hey. the way. Okay. Speaking of Spider-Man, she's going to be in it, right? So it. let's talk about the actors who are going to be joining her because right. we've got quite a quite a few big this names. This is actually Biggest. kind of this is like a casting corner. It's Spider-Man edition casting corner. Well, yeah, let's go ahead. Did you okay? So you officially we officially called we're, it casting corner there. We're in you want to do that again? Just do, yeah. it, just do that again, just so it's official. Okay, casting corner. All right, cool. So the biggest news probably was none other than. This is not even a joke. It sounds like a joke because we kept making this joke. I know. Donald Glover has been cast in Spider-Man Homecoming. No! Wow! People were wanting, were kind of fantasy booking him as Miles Morales in, you know, whatever the next Spider-Man movie was going to be. At the time, we didn't know what it was going to be. Now he's in it. (laughs) Here's the the follow-up question, though. Is there any chance that he is Miles Morales in this movie? Is that even a possibility? I hope it's a possibility. Now... The, the the diehard comic fans, right? They're going to be like, wait, 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 wait. Miles is supposed to be younger than Peter. He's supposed to be like, you know, like this little old kid. Obviously, Donald Glover is older. There's no way he can be Miles. But to but that, he can, I, play, he can play the same age, though, right? Uh, you think so? As Donald Glover as, looks uh, pretty young. He does. As Holland? Yeah. I, you know what? I guess they, they could play relative to, to the same age. I wasn't even thinking about that. My answer, <clears throat> my answer to those skeptics is so fucking what? So what if Miles is older in this? What, wow. It's a different universe. Like, what if what if he does play Miles, and you know he doesn't necessarily have to be Spider Man in this movie? But what if they just introduce him as Miles and he's just older? You know, or there's a twelve year difference between the actors. Donald Glover's thirty two, which makes me feel kind of sad because I, I mean. <sighs> Just the fact that he can look that young and still yeah. be in his thirties. Yeah, he's gonna be like for real. Or Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. Oh, on that note, when you brought up Marissa Tomei, I found out today. Uh you know, Dwayne Wade is is totally off topic. Dwayne Wade is married to Gabrielle Union, right? Of course. Yep, I knew that. I'll know that. Uh Dwayne Wade is like thirty four years old, I think. Gabrielle Union is forty three. Oh my god. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's also a lot of stuff that goes into that when you have a lot of money. You know what I mean? I'm not saying plastic surgery, but just yeah. different things that you can make. Uh, you know, private chef, you know. Like yeah. Trainer. No, but she looks fantastic. She's yeah, fantastic. I was. She's always. She's gorgeous. So. I was really shocked by that. Good for her. Well, Good for Dwayne Wade. I mean, honestly, it's kind of a long shot that he that that Donald Glover is going to be Miles Morales. But it's cool that he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. No, so what do you Great. think he's, I mean, he's kind of, you know, one of the bigger <clears throat> It's hard to gauge this stuff, right? Because, like, I think for people our age, you know, people who maybe liked Community, Donald Glover seems like a big name. I don't know how 
big he is really in the grand scheme yeah of things. He, he's more like an almost like an alt comic like an indie comic as well so it's like he's known really well in some small circles but not not nationally i don't think yeah but actually he was also in the martian and he had a pretty standout role in the martian and i've talk to a lot of people that have seen that movie i i have seen it as well but a lot of people were like man that that scientist kid in the martian was really good like the it kept it kept coming back so it was pretty funny in that um that that was one of the probably the worst scenes in the movie though is when he like hacks into something and it's like <laughs> on the screen it's like oh, access access yeah. allowed or i don't know what the fuck it's, well, no it's movies so... are never gonna get that right man <laughs> I know. They, they, that's like there's no the way to show that tropes yeah. in a film is okay. to show someone hacking into a computer system it's always the worst i literally laughed out loud but i love that movie yeah. i thought it was no, it's great. great i love that movie too but that, you know that was one of the most seen movies of the year and yeah. the fact that he had a he wasn't like <clears throat> prominent prominent role but it was a, it was a chunk chunky role that was memorable I think that helps. I think without the Martian, yeah, people won't really know who he is. But now, because of the Martian, it's like, oh, that guy, cool. You know, it's not going to make them see the movie, but they're going to be like, oh, okay, it's that guy again. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's a guy who obviously is comfortable playing comedic roles and kind of quirky roles, uh-huh. and I think that could work really well because he's probably going to be one of Peter's friends. I would imagine. I mean, unless they unless they make him a, a villain. But do you think he's going to be in high school with Peter or like, because Peter, Peter might be like, what, a freshman in the movie? What if Miles is or what if Glover (laughs) is like a senior in high school? Like he could be older, but still in high school with him. Yeah, I think he can play young. Um, But but like freshman young? Yeah, maybe not, dude. Well, so what is he going to be like a teacher? Um, I mean, maybe he is 32. He He could be a teacher. He could be a senior. He could be a college student that maybe Peter gets into like an internship program or like one of those, you know, one of those. Or maybe programs. he's a scientist. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's like, you know, working maybe because we, we do we oh, fuck. I forget. Do we get the origin story in this movie with the spider or is he already Spider-Man? <clears throat> no, I think he's already Spider-Man at this point. Okay. Well, that's cool. So we don't have to worry about that shit. He's not, he's not going to go on a field trip again. Uh, to the fucking spider plant. Whatever the fuck it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> The spider emporium. Yeah. <laughs> radioactive spider emporium um built okay. this place why I'll, i will say this though <clears throat> of all the possibilities for donald glover i hope they don't make him a bad guy i don't i don't need him as a villain i don't think that's going to be necessarily great casting i agree so whatever they do i hope he's just like i i think a funny sidekick would actually be a good a good role for him because he could be really good at that yeah well yeah like that's kind of his thing in community like him and, and danny pudi uh who play uh abed uh, Troy and Abed, the whole thing is that they're sidekicks of each other. And so, yeah, he could definitely do that dynamic. Uh, somebody else that's that got cast in Spider-Man as well. Uh, another comedian. So you really you really do feel like there's going to be a lot of comedic flavor in this film, which is great. Uh, I think that's definitely the direction they should go in. Uh, but Hannibal Burris. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool, man. Just personally, he's one of my like top five comedians right now. I really enjoy his his performance on Broad City. Is oh god, so, so good. good! It's it's really good. And then his. Stand- oh, have you ever gone to the website of the Al Dente Dentist? Because it actually exists. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah, I, it does. I have it. That's it's worth that, checking out. I definitely will be checking that out. 
I love Hannibal Buress. I think he's super hilarious. Um, the way he acts is is very unique to him. Uh, he's in Neighbors. He's really funny in, the, in in Neighbors, or Neighbor, or whatever that movie was. He had a special on Netflix. I don't know if you saw it, where he was in Scotland and he was doing stand up shows. Oh and no! It's basically, just like <laughs> you just. I mean, it's it's a essentially a documentary on his time there. Um, so you get to see him perform. You get to see him bomb. You get to see him like have some jokes go over really well and some not and like how he's kind of changing his routine it was actually pretty cool i i, I, I want to check that out i didn't know you're you look at you you were just dropping all of the entertainment yeah. bombs this week what, what was the other one i don't even know you what just, did i say earlier? just said the al dente dentist What's oh the al dente dentist yeah well i'm also a big handle burst fan yeah um obviously you're to... bigger than i am because you know of all this stuff that I... <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and um <laughs> It's funny because he became famous for the for the Bill Cosby bit, but I think he's like he doesn't. I don't think he even mentions that on this special. I think he's like trying to distance himself as as far as possible for that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. Like, what do you? So I guess the next question is, who do you think is going to play? I think it's pretty clear he's going to be Doctor Octopus. Oh wow! I can't tell if you're joking. I think you're joking, but <laughs> yes. But, Why would that be serious? But, but what if what if that is what they do? Like what if they it's Otto There's Octavius? No way, dude. But no, not as Doc Ock, just as Otto Octavius, like just as a scientist. No, yeah. that would be nuts. He oh. you know, he might be a professor. He might be like a I, that's that's where I was gonna go. I was gonna say yeah. he's totally gonna be a professor or a scientist at a college, something like that. Like I could I could see that up and down seven ways till Sunday. So um <laughs> Is that a cliche? I don't know. I'm so bad with the cliche. I think it is, but I'm not sure if you used it right. I don't think I but, did. It's fine. Um, um, no, I think you're right, though. To go back to your previous point, the just from the casting, you can tell this is going to be a, a much more lighthearted, more fun version of Spider-Man than I think we've ever gotten. And not, so. not only that, if you couple that with the other uh, casting news that we've, we've encountered uh, in previous podcasts, it's a very diverse cast. It's super diverse. Like, they're... They're really, they're obviously making it a point to be like, we're not going to just cast a bunch of white actors. Like, you yeah. Know. Well, do you want to say the other person who got cast? Because that's yeah. Even though I'm not really sure where he's from, but he plays the Mexican dude in Better Call Saul. But you can go ahead and yeah. So the way I and then I'm looking at her show notes here, <laughs> I made a typo. I I named him Miaquel, 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 Mando. Uh, so, but that it's Michael, Michael Mondo. Yeah, it's uh, just it's just typo there. Um, apparently, and this is speculation at this point, but it's gaining a lot of traction uh, that he might play Carnage <clears throat> in Spider-Man: Homecoming, or if not Carnage, uh, someone Cassidy, uh, <clears throat> Peter Cassidy, who's uh, the 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 alter alter ego of of Carnage. But they might even change his name because. You know, I don't know. Does Mondo look like a Cassidy to you? Probably not. No. Um, the <laughs> only reason that people thought he was going to play Carnage is because of the tweet that Better Call Saul, uh, I guess the Twitter page for Better Call Saul, sent out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw it. Mm -mm. But it was like um, something like, actually, I can pull it up here. Um, Mando, or Michael Mando is, uh, fuck, I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, <coughs> spectacular at bringing carnage to life in Better Call Saul. That's that was it. That's what <laughs> the whole. Damn it, Internet! Why do you do yeah. this? So some nerd was like, "What carnage?" 
and then started putting it all over the internet that he was going to be uh, Cletus Cassidy. I don't see it, man. I don't really know who he's going to play. Um, he definitely, you know, he plays a kind of tweener in, in Better Call Saul. He's definitely aligned with the bad guys, but kind of, you know, seems a little bit more like he's uh, more reasonable than, than the crazy bad guys and right. is a little bit smarter. And um, I don't know. I mean, not that that has anything to do with what his casting is going to be in Spider-Man, but um, I'm curious. But I, I, I do like Better Call Saul, and I think he's really good in it. So I think it's good casting. You know, I don't know if you knew about this, but did you know that Martin Starr was also cast in the Spider-Man movie? No. So Martin Starr, if you're not familiar, is Silicon in- Valley. Silicon Valley, and he was also in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. And I'm sure so other good. Judd Apatow movies. Uh, he's hilarious. He's really, really funny. He's so uh, funny. He can do a lot of things. He can he can do deadpan humor really well. Mm. Uh, but he can also do other kinds of <clears> he's also in a, He's also in a one or two community episodes as well. Oh, funny. So maybe he got recruited somehow. Yeah, or, yeah, Donald or one, one maybe, maybe recruited the other. What if they're just trying to make Freaks and Geeks, but with Spider-Man? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Because, I, I mean, Spider-Man is kind of a geek, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's very that... Sam Weir Jace. I mean, they're, they're, right. they're, there's a lot of similarities there, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, anyway, I mean, already adding to a cast that's got Robert Downey Jr. and Michael Keaton in it. Um, and Marissa Tomei. And so. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. yeah, and the and and uh, I'm forgetting his name right now, but the the kid, oh, the kid the, from yeah, uh, Tony Revolori. Yeah, Revolori from Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel. You can't even get through a sentence right now. Too excited. I'm too, too excited, excited, man. You must, uh, but you really must be excited for with good reason. I mean, everything that we've heard so far <laughs> about this movie sounds super yeah. Promising. I okay, Tom Holland killed it in Civil War. Like he was great. That yeah. was perfect. Uh Michael Keaton, yes, thank you. Marissa Tomei, yes, thank you. Robert Tan Jr., yes, thank you. Hannibal Burst and Donald Glover, all right, all right. Like these are all people I really enjoy. So and you would, you would, you would, if you watch Better Call Saul, I think you'd be a fan of Mondo too. I think you'd be would. pretty happy about that. Um, got some clips or a couple episodes at least. I don't think we mentioned this last time we talked about it, but welcome, Michael Keaton. To the Evans list. Oh yeah, man, we need like a soundbite for that. We really, I know, keep saying it. We're gonna do it. We're doing it. We should, we should do a ranking too because, like, Michael Keaton obviously played Batman, which is a top five superhero character, maybe, maybe even top. And now he's playing Vulture, which is like <laughs> top fifty. Maybe I don't know. I, I feel like there should be. I a meant like top fifty system. movie superhero character, right? God, we should. There should be a project that someone wastes way too much time on to find out like who is the highest ranked on the Evans list. I think it's probably Evans, who we named the list after. Yeah, which makes sense. The two characters that he plays are pretty big. So, uh, as big as Batman is, Vulture is so and not, down. And not only that, though, yeah, Vulture is super, super yeah. pretty low. But like, not only are the two that Evans is most well known for, Captain America and Human Torch, but then you've also got um, Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a comic book. Uh, you've got Scott Pilgrim and The Losers. Right. Uh, those are all comic book adaptations. So Evans not only has two of the most popular, but then also has a bunch of other ones to bolster yeah. him up. So even he is more. the most appropriate guy to name. But I, I just mean like if there were like a power a power ranking, if you yeah. will, of like 
how yeah. not only how many you've been in, but like how important of a character you've played. Yeah, I think he wins both of those. Yeah, that's yeah. So I'm glad we named the list after him. Like <laughs> retroactively, we were very smart to do that. Of course, we did that on purpose. Um, all right, so I just want to very quickly name. I, I honestly know very little of these people. But I did want to name them because it is Spider-Man related and uh, it's just more casting. And it also looks like more diverse casting for the film. We've got a trio of young actors in Isabella uh, Amada, Jorge Lindenborg Jr., and J.J. Tota. I'm fucking up these names real bad. No, I'm that sorry. Wasn't bad. That wasn't too bad. Um, but, like, for instance, I mean, these kids are young. Uh, uh, Tota is 14. And I'm looking at kind of like their IMDb list and stuff, and they're just a bunch of things I've never heard of. Jesse, Glee, Glee I've heard of. Um, Maddie, um, uh, uh, Amara was in The Boss, which I don't even know what that is. Was that a movie? Uh, Uh, (laughs) Sasha Banks? Yeah, she was was a WWE wrestler's valet. And... um, and then Lindenborg was in something called Graceland. I don't know. So none of the words you've mentioned in the last. No, minute. it's all gibberish, right? It might as well have just yeah. been saying nothing. Uh, but I'm looking at pictures of these kids. Um, they're very young. They look very diverse. So it makes sense. Uh, it looks like they're pretty consistent with the casting for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Well, it makes sense too. If you're going to fucking have a show in Queen or a movie in Queens. You have to. You say that. You say that, but most films don't. Most films don't do that correctly. So yeah, my favorite is still Friends, where not a single black person was ever on that show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they live in like a giant apartment that doesn't exist in New York. Right. They would. Um, they would be like a million dollars. That still drives me nuts. Um, all right. Moving on. Any, anything, well, we still have more Spidey news. Though, oh, we right? do. We have some leaked. Images. Oh, that's right! I totally forgot about that. You're right. So, we'll, and we'll definitely be posting these pictures on the uh, on the page um, relatively soon. But we've we got some uh, some sneak peeks, some leak pics of Spidey kind of standing there. Uh, Tom Holland kind of looking off to his left. He's in the full costume. One picture is him without the the mask on. The other one is with the mask on. Suit looks pretty similar to the one in Civil War. What are your thoughts on the uh, Spidey League picks? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if we hadn't seen Civil War, I would have been like, oh, this is really cool, but it's the same suit, so What's I don't really care. Same either. suit. Yeah. Um, I just kind of looked at it and was like, okay, and moved on. Didn't really I, spend much time on it. I think it's kind of funny the kind of position that he's in because it looks like he's sort of grabbing his crotch ever so slightly. And <laughs> he's also got this like look at his face. He's kind of got like a little bit of a, a little bit of um uh, what's that guy's name? Ryan Gosling, kind of like Smolder. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? And so I've yeah. I've actually seen a few memes already pop up with this. And it's like, hey girl, want to be my web shooter? <laughs> like, oh you know, man, like, just just oh uh, yeah, internet. That's why we can't have nice things. Um, <laughs> but it's but it's good. You know, it's it's cool. I, it looks fine. He he's wearing a little backpack, like like Peter style. Uh, it's you can't tell anything that's happening in the picture or whatever, but it it's good that they're they're already filming it, and uh, we're on our way. We're on our way. <clears throat> um, anything else Spidey related that I'm forgetting? I think that was it. 
If you don't know about it, then I don't, dude. Um, oh, actually, no. There. Okay, so this is this is not casting corner related. Are we are we out of casting corner? Let's see. Is there any? Have we left casting casting corner? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? No, no, no. no. Oh, we got some. We no. got some DC. We got some DC casting. Yeah. Okay. So okay, then I'll save this other little bit of Spidey stuff for later. Let's go into the DC thing. Egg, why don't you uh, lead us off? I think we mentioned this in the past that William Defoe is going to be in the Justice League movie. William Defoe is uh, going to be the hero, right? That's right. Defoe's the hero. <laughs> God damn it. Um, well, that is confirmed. He is going to be on the good side. Mm-hmm. He's going to be playing none other than Falco, <laughs> just crickets, um, who is. The mighty like an, Volko. The, the mighty, the mighty Volkron. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't really know much about the character, but I'm pretty sure Defoe is just gonna crush it as Velcro. Uh, what do you think? I think he's really gonna hold things together. <laughs> I honestly, I don't have anything to add. I don't Volko. either. I don't know. I don't know, this, I don't know this character. Volko sounds like a character we would have had in in uh, fucking what he do. Definitely, definitely yeah. in what he do candidate. Not even joking. For sure. Now, I'm sure we're probably pissing off some fan out there that is like a diehard number one Velcro fan. Uh, sorry, I guess. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but That's a know, tough life. If Dolph Velcro is your top, is your n- number one guy. Yeah. Like, something's gone wrong there. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing you did say that is correct, though, is that I think Willem Dafoe will crush it. Whatever it is oh, yeah. he ends Whatever. up doing, he's going to do great, I'm sure. The guy's fantastic. So... Uh, apparently, uh, he's a character that has popped up in the Justice League, and he's he helps them sort of as a liaison in some capacity. I don't. I really know almost nothing about this character. So, he's, well, he's kind of part of the Aquaman world, right? right? So he's he, I guess, advises Aquaman on things. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Dude. Uh, um, but you know what, though, I kind of like this because it's a character that I know nothing about. So I'm not going to be so concerned with them, like you know, messing that character up a la Batman and Superman, you know, yeah, they, they can kind of do whatever they want with them. No one's right. going to be upset. Yeah. Right. Well, except for that one, he's one guy. Well, except for that one guy. Oh, they didn't, <laughs> they totally got it wrong. He has a cane in his right hand, not in his <laughs> left hand. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Also, like, is he going to be, is he going to be sporting like the same tattoos that, Momoa's got like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, you think he's got like a barbed wire on his like yeah. on his bicep? I don't know. Is that part of the look of the sea people of Aquaman? Like, people? like maybe like a chain link of piranha fish, like mm. going around. Could be nice. Uh, from what I read, he's gonna have long hair. So I don't know what William Dafoe with long hair. Is <laughs> uh, hello, worth the price of admission. I'll. <laughs> Two, please thank you is this, is this the new uh vision in a suit a uh, willem dafoe and long hair yeah willem dafoe i do kind of want to see that hair yeah man just <laughs> that's good that's a good time it's a good um, thing to happen so what do you think should we should we leave casting corner then yeah uh well right. you know what yeah yeah let's, let's go ahead you got one more you no, got no, one no, more no 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 because no. right, right. this is this is more like i think we're going to debunk something and I, so i don't want to actually Sully the good name of Casting Corner with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and say, let's say, toodaloo, adios, arrivederci. See you next time, Casting Corner. You stay, you stay warm and toasty, Casting. <laughs> <clears throat> um, 
So the thing I was referencing just a second ago is this really weird little little blip of news that came out about She-Hulk from this like I mean not reputable site. I'm gonna throw out just go right out there and say it's I don't even, yeah, you sent this to me and it, the website's Creative Geek. I don't I've never heard of this website. Yeah. Um but they they post they posted an article that said that She-Hulk Netflix series confirmed. Now, I did my due diligence and I looked all around to try to get a backup source to, to confirm that one or at least one or two. Nothing. So <laughs> I kind of feel like they're just throwing that out there for some clicks. But I think we can use this as a good opportunity, especially with the recent events of Marvel Civil War Two. The money grab, uh, <laughs> you know, having a pretty prominent She-Hulk moment in the comic. Where do you think She-Hulk best fits, either on you know television cinematic universe? Where do you think she fits better, uh, like a television show, Netflix series, or either in her own movie at some point down the line in the MCU, or as part of a team or cameo into another film in the MCU? Where do you where do you, where are your where does your gut tell you to go? Like? I think it would be kind of cool if she showed up in like Infinity Wars. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think almost with any character that needs a lot of CGI and a lot of special effects, it's hard to picture them on TV, just because it really limits what you can do. Yeah, which is, which is why I, I didn't really understand how Ghost Rider, and we we'll get to this later, could be a TV, could be a, like on TV, right? Um, but I also don't think she's necessarily big enough of a character to have her own movie at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, especially if Black Widow hasn't gotten her own movie yet. Yeah, right. <clears throat> like, yeah. Um, unless they want to go the like Lou Ferrigno route and just like have like a bodybuilder go out there and be She Hulk and get her, you know, skirt around the whole CGI part of things. But I don't think it's going to have the same effect. Um, so yeah, that would be my call. I think I think that's a difficult character to do on TV because of the special effects that would be involved. I think you're right. I think that's an astute point. Um, I would like to see her either as as a ca- sort of a cameo role, like in a Guardians film, or like maybe a Thor or a Hulk film. But, although I don't think Hulk works that well in a solo film either. So. Um, or like you said, a big team up film, like, you know, the infinity war, or infinity gauntlet, whatever they end up doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think <clears throat> infinity wars is going to be interesting because from what we hear, there's gonna be a lot of characters involved, probably a lot of characters that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be gauging the interest and seeing the reaction for each one of these characters to see if, if there's a possibility of a spinoff, you know, if people start losing their minds over a She-Hulk cameo, like maybe Marvel starts thinking, well, maybe we could turn this into a movie. But. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that's not possible. Like, I mean, if that's what ends up happening, great. Um, you know, it's funny. Every time you mention that there's going to be a lot of characters in the, uh, the the next Avengers films, I always it always it I can always hear it in your voice that just behind those words, ever so close, ever so quietly, <laughs> is the, oh, man, I hope Darkhawk's in there. I just... <laughs> Yeah, I almost even mentioned it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, can, uh, I know, I know, I could feel it. I don't think uh, it's gonna. I mean, I'm I'm not really like expecting it to happen, so I'm not gonna be crushed. Right. Um, no, man. I think if there's really gonna be that many characters, and they if they need no, somebody to die, to, yeah. 
You're trying to make They need me... people to die, like, beings reduced and kind of die within the same film. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how... I don't know how satisfying that's going to be. Or like Darkhawk just shows up and then just gets his skull crushed. Just and gets like, blasted. The... Just gets absolutely blasted. Oh, man. Never to be seen again. <laughs> yeah, that's and, it. Well, I have to sit through like 20 movies with Hawkeye in him. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's like the mystique of the MCU. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, all right, man. So let's see. Kali, lots of, lots of Marvel stuff this week. But we, are, we do have some more DC coming in on the back end um so in the we'll just touch on this really quickly uh, they released some promotional material for the civil war to the money grab uh <laughs> series that marvel is doing for civil war two number six and it shows none other than miles spider-man versus what i am dubbing and i think other people are too hydra cap yeah um, by the way we haven't even spent much time talking about that on the show right yeah not that really. is like probably the biggest comic book reveals <clears throat> in a long time that we've seen. Yeah, I, here's the thing about that. Uh, Which, by the way, if people don't know about it, and we can we can say this, right? This yeah. Is not, I mean, that, when that comic come out about a month ago? Yeah. Uh, Captain America one. At the end of it, we realize that Cap has been a dirty Hydra spy all along, and he is now literally since a child. Like since he was a yeah. child, and he says "Hail Hydra" at the, Hail at Hydra the end, and he kills Union Jack. I think that's he the kills kid. Union Jack, and pretty much everyone who won who went to see Civil War and was all, "Oh, I'm Team Cap." Oh, now, now okay. how do you feel? Uh, huh? All right. Look, there's now obviously gonna, <laughs> there's going to be some kind of swerve come in, whether it's like Red Skull or the Cosmic Cube or. I mean, obviously, something's going to happen somewhere he's, down the line. He's with being it. possessed. Yeah, it's, you know it's, it's something. It's definitely something yeah. along those lines. Uh, but that being said, holy shit, nerds, calm the fuck down. People were sending death threats to the writer of Captain America God. and to the artist. It's like, seriously, guys, and uh, gals, I guess, but we all know it's probably dudes. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, Come on, man. Like, just back up a little bit. It's, it's silly to get mad about this stuff because... It's, they're fictional it all, characters. All, they do matter, gets, but... Yeah. jeez. Oh, it all gets erased in a couple of years anyway, and you just... Yeah. I mean, you just have to look at it as a story arc. Exactly. What is then, the story they're trying to tell right now? Right. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. I had to deal with the Spider-Man clone bullshit, okay? Like, that... <laughs> They tr- they were trying to tell me that my Spider-Man that I grew up with was a clone the whole time. A shitty clone. <laughs> All right? I was real upset about it. It sucked. But it's just a story. They changed it. And then eventually Doc Ock became Spider-Man. And people got mad about that. But then they changed it again. It's fine. They're just stories, people. They're- it's cyclical. It's yeah. cyclical. Let this one play out. And then soon enough, you'll be right back to having your cap. I mean, but, you know, let let these guys be a little creative. See what yeah, they can man. do with these characters. It gets stagnant if you just tell the same story every time. You got to right. you gotta, you gotta stretch out a little bit. So, anyway, it'll be, I just like that it's Miles. They're featuring Miles against Cap. It's, a, it's you know, Cap is a big heavy hitter in the Marvel Universe. So, again, we've used the wrestling analogy before. But, you know, pairing Miles up with Cap, it's like he's putting him over. Yeah. You know, creatively. Well, but that's just the cover of one of the comics, right? Yeah, because haven't they been kind of promoting this as Iron Man versus Captain Marvel all along? Yeah, yeah, but I think <clears throat> that is the the central 
conflict, but obviously within the ranks of both sides, there's going to be more fighting. Yeah, right. Right. So this is like this is like the undercard of of that event. Um, okay. Oh, okay. This is actually, and you know, we actually haven't had a podcast uh, since, unfortunately, this happened. Um, but you know, of, of course, the somewhat recently the tragedy in Orlando uh, happened. Uh, where 50 people were were murdered, um, unjustly so. I mean, if there can ever be a just murder anyway, but definitely unjustly and uncalled for. But Marvel, I mean, obviously all the big corporations, a lot of the big businesses um, in and around the world, uh, in and around America and the world, they, they, they put out responses, you know, of solidarity, of support. And um, one of the things that happened is Marvel came out with a, with a you know solidarity image that they put out on Marvel Twitter, and it showed a lot of their prominent characters, uh, Hulk and I think Iron Man, Captain America. It's basically the Avengers, yeah. yeah. And it's it had like a well, like like a rainbow colored background. Yeah, <clears throat> it was very nice. It was you know it was nice, but <laughs> uh, you know uh, because we live in the year 2016, and this is just kind of how things are. Uh, there was immediately kind of a lot of backlash because. None of the characters featured in that image were actually LBGT, you know, um, or trans um, characters. Yeah, characters. And there, there are actually those characters in the Marvel Universe. And so, like, some artist, like, right away, like, was like, hey, I fixed it for you. And they made another image that featured those characters, which was nice. And I was like, you know what? That probably would have been better. <laughs> um yeah, but, but maybe maybe what Marvel was thinking is, you know what? These aren't as prominent characters, so we want to we don't want people to think we're like saying that this isn't serious <laughs> or I don't know. There's just it's like one of those things where even if you try to do the right thing that it can come off the wrong way maybe. Yeah, well, and the funny thing is the 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 tweet in response that essentially created this whole story because I feel like nowadays all you need is like one guy on Twitter to say something to create a whole fucking story about it. Um, you know, he, he was like, Oh, Hey, Marvel, I fixed it for you. And he had an image of, you know, I guess characters who fit under the LGBTQ umbrella on, in Marvel. Uh, but when you look at that image, I mean, two of the characters are literally like pointing guns right at the <laughs> viewer. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You've now included, um, you know, people who are LGBTQ, but you know, that might be viewed as insensitive too. If you're talking about, 49 people being gunned down and you have two of these characters literally pointing guns right at you. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I, I think it's, it's just, it's a sensitive topic and definitely. And I, I, I think sometimes people get a, a little, overreact a bit too much about this stuff. I think, right. I think Marvel's obviously the intent behind what Marvel good. did. Yeah. 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 Clearly they're, they're trying to be supportive and kudos to them for that. And they weren't the only ones. I think DC did something similar. Um, uh, because in the past, I mean, you know, this kind of shit didn't happen. You didn't openly support the gay community like this or the LGBTQ community. It was it was really kind of, kind of a turning point. Um, yeah. So I think tragedy. Anyway, unfortunately. right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, but kudos to Marvel for at least attempting. And and I don't feel like it was because some people were lambasting some of the companies as just trying to do like a publicity grab. You know, to try to kind of piggyback off of this, which yeah. is so terrible in a way. But uh, I don't, I don't think that's what Marvel was doing here. 
Um, I, I don't think so either. I mean, I think sometimes, <laughs> you know, a lot of these companies too, they just feel like when there's a big enough, sto- you know, a big enough story out there that everyone's talking about, they just want to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, part of the play. conversation, exactly. And 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 maybe not saying anything seems seems worse than than actually, you know, trying to write something. It's so tricky. The year 2016 yeah. has proved to be a tricky year in terms of how to present yourself to the public. Yeah. This uh, is this is a good example because I, I feel like if someone had tried to, if I had to like screen that image before it went out, I would have been like thumbs up. Yeah, looks great. You know, I wouldn't even have thought twice about it. Yeah. Um, I would have thought funny. like, okay, you took all of our prominent characters that people know that are household names. They yeah. are they are they are a team. that's unity. It's it's solidarity, and you've incorporated uh, the universal symbol for uh, LBGTQ kind of you you know like the the rainbow, and so good 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 thumbs up go do it, you know yeah they're having to make these decisions pretty quickly anyway, um, but yeah well the and the last thing I wanted to say was that but you know even when that other artist put up the mock image it's cool to see that there are so many of those characters represented in the marvel universe uh, yeah. that's really cool and there are also characters like that in the dc universe and great that's really great i think that uh, and we've talked about this before <laughs> but if you were a like an lbgtq kid or teenager and you yeah. see that these superheroes are are like you in that sense Man, that is the greatest feeling in the world to yeah, be able sure. to see somebody that you look up to, even if they're a fictional character, and relate to and relate yeah. to them. That is so important. Right. So, so kudos, 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 whatever. Um, uh, okay, so, <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe we can talk about a possible villain for the Defenders, who, if who, if he existed in real life, might have been behind uh, these kind of tragedies. It's kind of a weird segue that I kind of oh, wish I hadn't made. Yes. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Can we cut that out? <laughs> oh, man. I want to walk away from that. Uh, sorry. Yikes. Uh, but Mephesto. But, I mean, yes, this is a very evil character in the, in the comic book world. Truly. Uh, uh, Mephesto, uh, who is essentially the, the devil of the Marvel Universe and is behind... The uh, the wiping away of of Peter and Mary Jane's we- uh, marriage in the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, you loved that storyline, didn't you? Oh no, I did not. <clears throat> they really love doing things with Spidey that are that are painful and harmful and damaging to my to my heart. I know you've been through so much. For me, it was just like you know they just canceled Dark Hawk and I got over it. But you know, for you, it's just like they just repeatedly kind of just destroy your character. Yeah, they they are doing On multiple occasions. Definitely. Um, so Mephisto, anyway, Mephisto, yeah, go ahead. They're they're teasing him as possibly being the 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 big bad for the Defenders Netflix team up, uh, you know, movie or series or whatever it is they're going to do. And I just honestly, I'm having a lot of trouble wrapping my head around this one. Uh, yeah, me too. So I mean, they haven't really done. Like supernatural stuff too much yet, which makes it weird. Cause it's like it's so grounded and kind of gritty, and all of the sh- I mean the two shows I guess that have come out so far, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, they feel like almost like crime dramas or like Law and Order type shows, and the villains are 
or you know kingpin and like you know they're just whatever they're just like they, they kind of fit more in the real world mephisto is like straight out of fucking i don't know like just uh the side of the, the mystical world i guess you could say right of Marvel. um and like that's weird to have those kind of two worlds collide. It could also be cool, though. I mean, I think Daredevil was starting to feel a little stale for me towards the end of season two. So, introducing someone like this who's like so out of their comfort zone um, could kind of shake things up a bit. And you can do a lot with that character, right? I mean, that doesn't that doesn't take that doesn't need special effects because he's just he has power to control all kinds of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, sure how gonna do it. one thing that you that you said that that really struck a chord with me is like kind of talking about how mystical and magical he is. He really fits more in with the Doctor Strange kind of stuff, right? Right. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they really do go in that direction. So, if they do something like you know, like they did with Al Pacino. Uh, you know, just kind of like as a regular yeah. guy who's like evil or whatever. And Devil's Advocate. And Devil's Advocate, right? Yeah, right. Uh, then, then I think that could work. I think you could do Mephisto that way. I could see that sort of fitting in with, uh, you know, with with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and the rest of them. But at the same time, like if they go the mystical magical route, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like. Yeah, you're right. I think I think that probably is the way they would go. I mean, when you think about a Purple Man or um, Kilgrave, I mean, mm-hmm. he you know he has these powers that are a little bit kind of mystical too. But like they were able to kind of ground him in in that Jessica Jones world, and I yeah. th- they could do the same with Mephisto. I think a lot of people just think of Mephisto as being maybe maybe a, a, a bigger scale type of character or right. like a different kind of storyline. But right. you're right; they could totally do the Al Pacino devil's advocate type character and that could that could actually be kind of cool that could actually work pretty well um especially since you know you also have the kind of devil you know in daredevil's name kind of playing off right right so like it might it might actually be kind of an inspired choice i don't know i'm kind of talking myself into yeah i can hear it i can hear you coming around well you know hopefully that is something that marvel does um if they hadn't thought about that before you're welcome marvel because uh, that's totally the way they should probably go with it. I can't see them putting him, putting him in like a fire chair, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like at the top the of the big steps. frilly yeah, fucking the, red the cape, like, like the outfit with the cape and the thing behind the head. Is that yeah. his name? What is that? I was just, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, what's the name of that thing? You know, it's like, like Doc- a background. It's like a headboard almost. Like Doctor Strange has it too, but like that that yeah. uh, you know, that's the thing, have a name. The, the cape thing, the head cape thing, head cape, the head support. Head cape? Head cape support? I'm gonna just Google head cape support and see. Yeah, what no, no, okay, let's see this. Nothing. What what comes up? Nothing. Community support associates in Hyannis, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I don't see them going that way. It'd be funny if they did, but it would also probably be terrible. So I hope they don't do that. Um, <laughs> actually, kind of. This is sort of related to to the Mephisto thing, um, and it's Marvel related. <laughs> Uh, so there was this picture that got posted on the internet uh, not that long ago, and it's it's the side of like a, is it a bus? Is it a commuter train? Is it 
You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It looks like a train. It's like a train, right? Okay, and it's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. promotional image, but it basically just shows a chain, like a metal chain going all along the side, and it's on fire, and it just says Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, coming in the fall 2017 or whatever. And people are like, what? Huh? (laughs) I love your reactions. Ghost Rider is Ghost Rider gonna be on Shield Agents of Shield? Uh, I'm gonna go with a big fat no. I don't <laughs> think it is Ghost Rider because I don't know how the hell they would do that. Like it just, I mean, talk about Mephisto maybe not fitting with Netflix. I don't see how they could do Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. What are your thoughts? Honestly, though, if they even if they announced that though, would you be excited for it? I don't think I would. I would be. I don't know. I think I would be a little bit excited and mostly nervous and like and like cautiously sad because I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't think uh, it's kind of like kind of like my dating life. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But and your and your beer choice apparently. Oh yeah, no, totally. No, yeah, Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield is the mango even keel. <laughs> Of ideas, because although I would love to see Ghost Rider, we've seen him in a, or I mean, I've seen him, unfortunately, in a couple of movies with Nick Cage. Um, oh, I saw those movies. They're, good, They're fantastic. Man. Yes, they are. Fantastically terrible. But uh, dad? Oh, my dad loves them, dude. My dad loves those movies. Yeah. But uh, he just loves Nicolas Cage. And I can't blame him for that. You can't, <laughs> you can't blame anyone for loving Nicolas Cage. No. Um but we've seen him in those, you know, those iterations or whatever. Uh, they are what they are. I like Ghost Rider as a character. I think he's really dynamic. I think visually he's very striking. But it's really hard to pull that off. And I definitely think the way you can most most quickly mess that up is by sticking him on a PG fourteen rated television show, network yeah. television show, because they're going to neuter the shit out of him. If you try to put him in that kind of environment, he's got to be an HBO thing or a Netflix thing or a movie thing. Uh, Yeah, I I would say Netflix. Uh, HBO hasn't really gotten in the comic book game. It would be cool if they did, though, because he can really get away with a lot on HBO. But how about let me just throw this out there real quick. A Punisher series, but on HBO. Oh, that would be fantastic. Wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, then again, I don't really know if Netflix is necessarily putting up a whole lot of censorship yeah no whatever Mar- i think i think marvel's kind of self-censoring themselves you know they 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 want they want to get a, a broad audience for these yeah for these tv shows right. um so i i don't i don't necessarily know if they would if they would go even more balls to the wall if it was on hbo because i think they also kind of don't want to lose a big segment of their audience but they get, then again one of the one of the cool things about there being so many damn properties out there now is that they can take risks with certain shows they could say like you know what it's fine if we don't have the kid audience for this punisher series Mm because like we got the kid audience for almost everything else we do like let's just make a show that's more for adults and like see what happens that's kind of what they're doing with netflix it would be cool if they really push the envelope even more with something like punisher but um we'll see man i don't know they kind of are going in that direction so maybe um, you got to think that HBO at some point also is going to want to get in on some of this superhero money. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised ratings. they haven't. 
because I'm not. I'm trying to think of what other properties. Oh, Darkhawk. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, on the DC side, they could do. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, the, you know what they could actually do that would actually probably be really good is a Volcro? like Volcro. <laughs> Volcro. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. If they did like a Commissioner Gordon show. I don't need to see that. I don't know, I, but I think they could do a good job with that. I don't know if it's something that people would want to see. What do you mean, Gotham? But like, like a legit Gotham, like a, like a really seedy. Yeah. R hard oh, I see R. What you're saying. Like pushing the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, so what do you? I mean, do you have any thoughts? I really don't have any thoughts as to what the hell they are teasing for Agents of Shield. I okay, so I actually kind of agree with the nerds on this one. That is so. That is such strong Ghost Rider symbolism. I think it might. I think that might be what they're teasing. Wow. So you think it is Ghost Rider? Wow. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. I think it's Ghost Rider. I mean, Dude, they know what they must know what they're doing. They right? have to, right? So yeah. it's so over the top. It's so like they might as well have just put their skull up there with fire <laughs> coming out of it. But yeah, and doesn't it, it also says get fired up? Oh, wow! <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's gonna be something to keep our eye on. I right. just can't see how they're gonna do that any kind of justice. It's gonna it's gonna be terrible. I think it's it is gonna be terrible. That's for sure. But um, trying, talking guess. about things that are trying to not be terrible. That's right. Um, Justice League, man. There's been so much news about Justice League over the last few weeks. Uh, coming off of BBS, where everybody was at best mixed reviews on BBS, uh, pretty much everybody agreed that he was way too somber in tone. Uh, Zack Snyder and the rest of Warner Brothers, all right, like, okay, fine, fine. You want something a little peppier, a little happier, a little more, you know, friendly, a little more comedic? Well, we got it. We're going to do it. We're going li- to we listen to you all because we need to make money. <laughs> and so they actually released a, a script page from the upcoming Justice League film, and it features uh, Barry Barry Allen. That's actually uh, not accurate. It's not. It's um, oh it's, no, it's not it. You're right. Yeah. It's not a script page. It is a journalist who, which is kind of funny because like, did he take? Did, is he like us? Did he go to journalism and film school? Because <laughs> he typed out this script page that looks exactly like a script page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's he definitely formatted, knew what he was doing. It's formatted exactly the way it should be, but he even makes, he be, like you, you were about to point out, he makes great pains to say, this is not an actual script page. This is, I saw it, and this is I try me. to recreate it to recreate the best way. Like, so a little, a little bit of context here, though. Yeah. This, like, they essentially, like, opened up the set to media, but also to, like, people who were really critical of, of Batman or Superman. And I think they're trying to do something a little bit differently here. I don't, I mean, it seems like Zack Snyder almost had this like moment. Maybe they, maybe he had to go like on a retreat or something, but like, an uh, epiphany. yeah, yeah. Cause like he's, he's kind of looking and at Batman or Superman and being a little self-reflective and seeing that maybe, maybe it wasn't the best way to go. And he's listening to the criticism and that's, that can only be good. Right. Um, yeah. No, props to Snyder. Seriously. Yes. Because directors are kind of known for being control freaks, uh, sometimes megalomaniacs, and not willing to listen to anyone else. Uh, Michael Bay comes to mind. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of maybe, maybe, 
this you know unfairly kind of lumped Zack Snyder into that category as well. But um, from what I'm reading, it seems like th- this at least is a good sign to me that he's you know willing to listen to what other people have to say and trying to kind of get input from other people to try and make this a better movie. I think that's a good sign. Um, Definitely. You know, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, from what I'm from what I read, it was kind of a weird set visit because they like they just let a lot of stuff open to people, and they really wanted, you know, these critics to tell them what was wrong and like what they can improve on. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like they were like trying to get more out of it than the you know the the journalists who were there. Right, like <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna give you all this access, but really they were looking like for help. <laughs> like, yeah, please help us fix this. We need to make a lot of money. Well, and and they showed a scene, and sorry to interrupt you, but you, you can keep going. Oh no, no, go ahead. Do you want to go through well, the scene? What it is? Yeah, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but it's essentially a scene with Batman and Flash. Well, it's Bruce and, Wayne, right? Though it's it's oh, it's that's right. Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne, um, and he's it 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 plays very similarly to um, Iron Man, Tony Stark recruiting uh, Peter Parker, Spider Man in Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Um, because you got Flash, who's you know the younger character, who's kind of uh, starstruck by Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and you know is like thinks this whole superhero game is really cool, and like just comes across like a young kid. Uh, and Batman's or Bruce Wayne just like you know telling him like all the info that he has on him, and like trying to get more information about what kind of powers he has. Um, but it's it 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 has humor to it. Like there's more humor in the scene than there was in the entire, the entire movie. The entire BVS. It's not hard to do because it was literally no. Yeah, twenty seconds of humor no. would have been more humor yeah. in the entire BVS film. Right. So, um, but like just on that scene alone, just by reading it, even though it's not exact, um, it seems like this guy probably took pretty good notes. So because it, I mean. Yeah, it's it's. I'm, I'm, I, I would be surprised if he messed it up that much. There's a lot of detail that he put into it. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about the journalists who who. Put uh, this, and again, this mad props. Like if that guy's used Final Draft or what, or I don't know, because like <laughs> yeah. it looks like a script page. It looks exactly like a script page. So right, which is probably why he went like he repeatedly <laughs> said this is not a script because he didn't want anyone to think like right. this guy's actually like got a script from the from the set. Um, but anyway, man. Um, I, th- I think I told you too. A lot's going to depend on the performances and okay, how yeah, that comes yeah. through. Yeah. I guess that's the case for everything. But but the fact that they are trying to do something different is really <coughs> prominent to me. And um, I'm I'm you know excited about that movie for the first time because I'm I'm seeing that they're actually listening and are going to try and do something different. So I think it's good. I think I think Warner Brothers has a real shot here. And it's like it's kind of funny because they're they're a little bit ultra Magnus at the moment. Like they're, they're oh, man. who's going to get that reference? Well, I guess we have a lot of nerds to listen to. The, this. The tra- they're 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 they need someone to light their darkest hour. I mean, they, they need Suicide Squad to be a hit, to be a solid, enjoyable hit that people will get buzzed about. And I think which is an issue, which is an issue. Now we can get back to that, but yeah, I. I I'll let you finish your point, but I have some thoughts on that. I think it's trending in that direction, though. I think it's trending more in that direction than not. But that's me. Then they then they've got Wonder Woman and then Justice League. Yeah. So if they can knock these out, these three movies, and at least be good on these three attempts, and hopefully better than good on at least Justice League, then they should be okay. 
Uh, but if they miss that, they really do have to nail these next three because because they haven't really inspired a lot of confidence from the fans or or anyone connected to the films to this point, really. Yeah, and my my concern is like those two movies were were you know being made and produced before mm-hmm. BVS came out. So I think um, my concern is that they're they're kind of part of that same world and might have a very similar tone, right? And and that might actually work okay for Suicide Squad um, because you're kind of counteracting that with introducing all these brand new characters and that might kind of keep it interesting. Uh, but with Wonder Woman, I don't know. I'm a little concerned about Wonder Woman. I, I think that could be there could be an issue there. But um, I don't know. I think I'm a little. I'm more. I'm worried for both of those movies. I think Warner Brothers brothers can still. I mean, obviously, they're going to survive this. It's not like BVS didn't make money. It just didn't make as much as they wanted to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not... I'm, I'm still really worried about Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. I'm just not sure that they're going to be all that great. No, but I think it's cool that they're actually listening and will try and do something different with Justice League. I think those are legitimate concerns that you have, though. And uh, it's it'll be interesting to see what Warner Brothers does. You know, we all were like... Because even when we first got the first few kind of glimpses at BVS, we're like, uh, this looks like it could be problematic. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of time, though. There's still like a year and a half. Are they? Can they fix it? They should be able to fix it. They're Warner Brothers. They know how to make movies. Right. And then they didn't fix it. So <laughs> so it's like, yeah, these, these are legit concerns. Because even if they kind of know what they need to do, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do it. Although, like you said, it seems like they're taking it to heart for Justice League, at least. And I hope it's a good movie. Uh, that and uh, I don't know. That little scene, at least, gives me some hope. And and we'll see. Even if it does seem like they're cribbing off of Marvel quite a bit. But hey, I mean, what Marvel does work, so I'm not going to hate on them for that. No. Uh, speaking of DC uh, Cinematic Universe, we did learn who the main villain in Justice League is going to be. That's right. Uh, yeah, Dark Side? No. Nope. No. Joker? No. Nope. No. Uh, Lex Luthor? No. Uh, uh, Brainiac? Uh, Brainiac. <laughs> uh, no? Uh, no? Huh. Like yeah. Aquaman turned evil? No. no. <laughs> Keep going. No, Doomsday? Uh, no, Doom. Yeah, no, we saw him. Um. Um. Like the Black Manta? No. Uh, you, you can do this all day. Reverse Flash? No. Velcron? Uh, 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 Mind controlled Velcro? <laughs> no. Oh no! It's Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Wolf of the Step. That that wolf's got some jazz in him. Yeah. Um. Who, by the way, I don't. Did you, but, have, did you did the BVS like rated R version come out already? That did no, right? Like, no, well, the no, digital that's... no, the digital version came out this week. I haven't seen it yet. Like the uncut okay. version, you mean? Like the because apparently there's a there's a deleted scene where Steppenwolf shows up. Yeah, He's in it. It's all CGI though, and he like at one point just kind of disintegrates. Ooh. Wait, so wait, uh, that's, he's dead? Is he done? He's uh, done. Yeah. That's it. That's wow. It. Wow. Um, he's. 
he's basically part of like Darkseid's army. Yeah, he's so, like, like he's maybe like his uncle, right? And he's like he's like a warlord, like a war general. So does like, do you think that means that that this is that he's if he's the main villain in this yeah. that they're then going to keep building until we finally get dark side but yeah. i'm kind of like okay and i'm i'm not i don't like i'm sure there are a lot of people that out there that really like steppenwolf and that's fine i'm just not that familiar with that character but it seems to me like they're almost position positioning him like uh ronin mm-hmm. right he's like a ronin character to dark side's thanos yeah and, yeah which okay and that's okay hey Look, Marvel. What Marvel has done has worked, and if you just kind of want to copy them, sort of, that's okay. I'm not even mad about that. Um, but I, it seems like that's what they're doing. And I look, I, I kind of we're kind of in jest about Seven Wolves, maybe mostly because of his name, because it's kind of silly. But you know, comic books are silly, so whatever. Uh, there's a good chance this character could be great, like a really great villain, a really dynamic villain, a very imposing villain. Obviously, if you're going to take the whole Justice League and make them fight this character, you're you're really going to have to build them up. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I just think it's kind of interesting that they didn't go for their first Justice League film. I'm surprised they didn't go somewhere a little more recognizable, like a Lex Luthor or not a like a Brainiac. I really think like I really felt like Brainiac was going to be the direction they were going to go in. Yeah, but when you think about it, once you get past those main guys and all of Batman's villains yeah there's really not that's why i was having a little trouble when i was naming all the yeah there's not a lot of big guy i mean there's not a lot of guys there so like if you do dark side right off the bat then yeah, you're kind of you left with where do you go you, don't, you can't really go anywhere yeah and maybe maybe that's the issue is like they realize that they have to build up to, to yeah. dark side maybe it's fine i'm actually fine i'm totally fine with it um i know a lot of people were disappointed that it wasn't dark side but i think you can do a lot of dark side type things with this character it's his uncle i mean it's like it's almost sort of kind of like the same guy. It's just and his main weapon is an electro axe, so <laughs> that could be interesting. Yeah, man, some sweet that could be cool. Some sweet axe action. I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna say no to that. No, no. Um, all right, never, so never said no before. Oh. <laughs> you hear that, everyone? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is pure speculation, but I just wanted to touch on it real quick. Um. So there's a there's a podcast and a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel more specifically called Mr. Sunday Movies. Does some really great stuff. He's an Australian dude. Does it with his friend, kind of like us. They're like the Australian us, except better in every way. Um, <laughs> but he does these little videos uh, on YouTube that are pretty enjoyable. And what he kind of proposes is, and I guess maybe he heard some rumors somewhere that maybe Sony was thinking about doing this. I actually think it's a great idea because it's probably my favorite spider-man story of the last 25 30 years uh and what he proposes is at some point down the line this is not like within the next year or two this is like five maybe even ten years down the road but like a spider-verse movie and the whole point of spider-verse is you reference all these other spider-men from the comics and from the cartoon shows and from the movies and from everything right so they literally go into alternate alternate dimensions and pull spider people from everywhere. And that's what the story is about. It's really interesting. They could kind of do something on a much smaller scale for the movies in which you could actually get Tobey Maguire back as Spider-Man. You could get Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man and Tom Holland 
as Spider-Man and Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen. And you could maybe have Topher Grace's Venom if you wanted to for whatever terrible reason you might oh, have. No. Please don't do that. But but th- that sounds pretty cool to me. Like, the fact that, that they could structure a film that way where, like, oh, my God, look, it's Tobey Maguire is kind of an old, chubby <laughs> Spider-Man. Interesting. <laughs> or Emma Stone is Spider-Gwen especially is, like, really cool to me. Like, as an idea. You could also bring Miles Morales in. You know, Donald Glover or whoever. Listen, man, I, I'm glad that you're nerdgasming over this, but it's not going to happen. No? Is it too it's much? It's too big? It's never going to happen. Uh, but you know what? They never. They said Spider-Man was never coming back to the MCU. Well, they you know they are talking about creating a Spider-Man universe, but I think what they mean by that is like it's going to be like just building other in a way, yeah. kind of like X-Men. Yeah. But I mean, that does create the opportunity for a Miles Morales, you know, Donald Glover. Yeah. But um. Well, I just, I'm just saying, what has Tobey Maguire done lately? Have you even seen him? Where is he? That's a good point. He Nobody, probably would say yes. Do you yeah. think Garfield signs on? Didn't he fucking hate being Spider-Man? No, he loved, he loved being Spider-Man. He hated the way they made him be Spider-Man, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, he loved the idea of playing that character, and he hated their interpretation of that character and that they made him be in the film. Um, so yeah, not right now, but maybe five years down the road, seven years, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Uh, look, it's just speculation. I just thought it was a cool idea. Uh, any listeners out there that would like to see Toby back or Andrew or Emma back in the Spider-Man films, but just like a small kind of cameo side roles, um, let us know. The last thing that we have to talk about this week is actually super duper huge news, but it's just so on the fringe of actually being a real thing that we just wanted to touch on it as it develops we'll definitely talk about it more but late this week we've we've gotten news that um or i guess early this week we've gotten news that fox and marvel marvel studios and fox studios are talking and quote unquote in negotiations to possibly do an x-men marvel film or crossover films or to bring the characters into each other's universes in some capacity what do you think about that i think it's cool i think they probably saw the success of spider-man and how that could be mutually beneficial yeah and honestly i don't know i don't know why it took so long (laughs) it's so not like it's not like this train just left the station like marvel's been killing it for like years now um yeah 13 number one movies in a row 13 number one movies in a row. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I I don't understand why that's just now a thing. They're like, hey, this might actually be sustainable. Um, It it always boggles my mind, like studio execs, and I get it, because they're mostly just trying not to lose their jobs. They're not necessarily trying to be successful. They're just trying not to lose their jobs, mostly. But it's like, as soon as they saw Spidey was successful and so well received and obviously marvel knows what they're doing they have such a long track record at this point that fox was like oh shit we can make more money yep okay let's do it like that's immediately what brought them to the table just the idea of making more money which is which is fine of course good for them but it's just like you said it's so weird that it took it took the spider it took spider-man being in civil war for that to even be a notion yeah i don't get it either um but hey, what are you going to do? 
what uh, what two what two characters or teams would you like to see sort of cross pollinate? Well, Deadpool for sure. Okay, uh, you're gonna want. I mean, I don't. You could do so much with Deadpool. Uh, he's just he's just so different from everyone else, and that 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 plays well against pretty much anyone. He's also maybe too different to which to the point where it might be kind of difficult, right? Uh, to make him fit into another universe. Uh, outside of that, I think I think everyone would absolutely love to see Wolverine interact with the Avengers. I mean, that's yeah, that. I feel like that scene has been played out so much in the actual comic book world. It would be cool to see it on 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 the big screen. Yeah, you know, like Grumpy Logan sitting at the end of the table, um, you know, as the Avengers talk about something. Um, yeah, those. I mean, those are the big ones. Um, how about you, man? I mean, I, oh, and Mystique, of course. But <laughs> everyone's been asking for Spidey Deadpool, and I think. I think oh, that yeah. I think yeah. that could be that, done. That, that would happen. The only yeah. thing that that would worry me is again, like you said, Deadpool is so far on this side of it in terms of like the humor, the violence, and stuff. And Spidey's kind of on the other side of it. But I think if you had a good writer, that there's a way to to bring those together cinematically for sure. Um, and they're both kind of goofy and weird and odd characters. You know what I mean? There's a lot of humor to both of them, so. I think that could work. I definitely think, um, you know, Ghost Rider and Shield should cross over. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, but uh, no. Th- um, this isn't actually X Men related, but whoever ends up with Fantastic Four rights, I'd like to see Thing versus the Hulk. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Love to see that. Love to see that. Um, all right, a couple of parting shots before we leave here. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston is going to be in the Power Rangers movie. Oh somehow. yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know this, but he he like voiced a lot of the monsters yeah. on the show. Yeah, <laughs> so How crazy. Cool is that? Brian yeah. Cranston might be like the coolest guy, dude. I know. Uh, he's just he's killing it. Uh, more casting news for Spider Man, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, Tyne Daly, get excited, has joined the cast of Spider Man Homecoming. Tyne Daly was on the show Cagney and Lacey. I have no idea who she's going to play. Uh, like the original probably. Cagney and Lacey? Yeah, she is either Cagney or Lacey. I don't know. Oh, I can wow. Them. Wow. So Tyne Daly, dude. Yeah. On board. Cool. Um, Cag that up. <laughs> Hashtag cag it up. Had, cag it up. I thought I had one more thing, but I guess I don't. Okay. That'll do it. That'll do it. Maybe until next week. Again, we'll be covering this Avengers, X-Men, Marvel, Fox thing. It has potential to be huge. Like, insanely huge. Um, also... Comic Con coming up at the end of the month, dude, or oh, next yeah. month, yeah. Uh, July. Um, apparently, Luke Cage is going to have a pretty big presence there, so we'll see what they have planned. Sweet uh, Christmas. That's right. Um, but there should be plenty of news coming out of that as well. Well, man, you know, I got to say, it has been fantastic doing these fifty podcasts with you. Um, that's yeah, been okay. It's been, really, it's been nice. I don't ever want to do it again, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe is this the appropriate time to tease uh, a big change? Oh in yeah, comic book characters. Yeah, starting with this episode. If all goes, if all goes well, it's kind of funny uh, how we're putting this on the back end because we actually don't know what's going to happen. But we don't know. But maybe, maybe that's why this is the appropriate place to put it. Only the diehards make it to the end. <laughs> um, we will be hopefully on iTunes and you'll be able to listen to all of our 50 episodes or if not all of them at least most of them uh, we'll still have our SoundCloud page and we're 
hopefully going to be able to upload all of them so that you guys can go back and listen to old stuff and get, also subscribe the, to the iTunes subscribe. page. It would be real easy to, to get updated when a new episode posts. I know that's a big thing that people talk about all the time. Uh, yeah, you'll be able to, to subscribe, and then whenever you click into iTunes, it'll tell you, hey, there's a new episode. If you want to listen to it, great. If you don't, it's okay, but it's there for you if you want it. Yeah, and so... Yeah, well, it's exciting anyway, uh, yeah. and hopefully um, we can just keep spreading the word and like our like our iTunes page, follow us, give us a good review, do all that stuff. Um, and even if you don't, we'll still be doing the show, so don't worry about it. But it would be nice if you did. Would and be greatly appreciated. Dude, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm sure we'll have more info. And thank you, by the way, to all the fans for these last 50 episodes uh, and issues, or whatever. Uh, we really, you know, it's it's great that we have some very, very passionate fans out there. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we love doing this show for you guys. And um, just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Seriously, guys, uh, you make it all worthwhile. And it's, um, it's, it's a pleasure for us. It's even better when uh, we have people listening and giving us feedback and letting love them know the feedback what they think. in the comments and stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Um, All right, man. Well, I guess we will catch you guys next week. Um, Until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. Later, guys. Later.